Okay, um, yes. Hi, everybody. Good day, good afternoon, good night, good morning. How are you doing? I'm very shy today because today I have three guests. Uh, usually, I feel awkward about doing this on my own in my room because I look crazy. Uh, I had trouble doing it with one guest because, you know, one extra pair of eyes. And now there's, yeah, you know. So it's weird because now I have to do the obligatory unnecessary introduction. It's a ritual, it's a norm, it's a tradition, can't do without it, but it makes me look silly. Welcome back to Tea with Miss T, everybody. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about toxic masculinity. I have three very special guests today. Um, a very good friend of mine, my boyfriend, and a new friend I made today that I just dragged into this show. She claimed that she, you know, was scared, and in her words, dumb but we'll see how that dumbness goes uh yeah this is season two episode four of tea with miss t toxic masculinity edition i feel i feel outnumbered i'm just gonna say that <laughs> Right. Uh, yes, the topic for today is toxic masculinity. And you know, at the risk of like looking like a fool, I've taken on this um, professional radio presenter tone and feel. It's making me very uncomfortable because we're in school as well. And like we're right in public in the eyes of condemning teenagers and, you know. Which ones? All over the school, man. All over the school. You don't seem to see this yeah, but baby, you're blind, you're wearing glasses. Oh. <laughs> like, can we be picked up from here? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, but as you've noticed, you've heard three new voices, even though the other one was barely there. Uh, I'll give them a minute to introduce themselves, and then we'll get right into the topic. I need no introduction. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, this is the guest from What Does He Notice First When He First Sees You. Yes. He's back with a bang. By popular, by popular demand, actually, a lot of people are like, yeah, you should slam that stealer. I'm hey. bad at talking to people. Why do you keep making me do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, um, I have two ladies here. They will introduce themselves. Again, usually we go with anonymity. That's the word. But they will decide whether to use real names or nicknames. Oh, is this it? Yes, this is it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My name is Mets and I am Miss T's friend. Yes. Hi, I'm Jamila and I'm Miss... Ah. Okay, I just met her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Um. now I'll take my book. I'll borrow yours to be the platform. Sure. <laughs> I love you. What? I love you. So... Yes. Okay. I feel outnumbered. I am the only guy here. This is Yeah. Scary. So you better represent. Like you better represent. Okay. Okay, so um guys. Toxic masculinity. Um what is it according to you or what have you heard? What what can you define toxic masculinity as? In my opinion, yeah. this is meds by the way. Yeah. Just in case you want to know who the smart one is. So much. Smart on where? Where? Oh gosh. Excuse you. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm not that smart. I'm okay. Uh, I feel like it's 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 what society defines a man as. Mm-hmm. The a man should not be emotional. A man should not. Uh, what's that? Feelings. Should not have feelings. A woman. Boys don't cry. The man yeah. is always in charge. He should be rigid. He should be concrete and all of that. That on its own. I feel like we breed toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what we do. Uh-huh. Especially Africans. I've actually seen it. Like Funny enough, I've seen it with uh, my, my, uh, my aunt. My aunt has uh, a son. He's about... I'm not going to say the age. Right, so... Um, he he's he's a very emotional kid. He's very emotional. Like when he's feeling sad, he will cry. You know. Is it like a toddler though? No, teen? no, no. He's he's getting close to teen. He's a preteen. Oh, okay. So yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. So he's pretty. He's 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 there, and um, he'll get touched, right? And every time when he when he starts crying, I I let him do it. 
I understand like when you're feeling the emotions let them out and then you'll be okay after that you know but every time when he starts doing it his his, his mom just will always just be like like he's, he's a sissy like boys shouldn't be crying this much and I'm just like but he's sad you know to the point where he wrong. wants to cry like mm. that's you should be asking him what's wrong not telling him not to do it like you're gonna teach him to bottle those emotions up and then he's just gonna be a mental wreck for the rest of his life you know yeah as Ass. Ass. <laughs> yeah. That's how he turned out. Let me take it out yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Every time you cry, it's like. Or something drastic. Yeah. Yes, we're the poster children for everything crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from my research, what I got was that um, toxic masculinity is the notion or a gathering of people's ideas of what manliness is or what manliness should be. You know, I came across such terms as um, he should be tough or he should be stoic or rigid. He's not supposed to be able to show emotion. He's someone who's supposed to be relied on. And if you have people that are relying on you, you can't be seen to have emotion or weakness. Have any fault. Have any fault, you know. And, well, what I got, the actual <laughs> definition was... The notion that the notion of some people's ideas of being a real man and that it perpetuates domination, homophobia and aggression. It's the idea that men need to act tough and avoid showing all emotions and it's usually harmful to their mental health. Freaking bad man over here. Yeah. So when we get to the whole idea of it's a notion of people, a gathering of people's ideas. Um, it, 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 it originates from a lot of places, but usually it's cultural norms or stereotypes. And the cultural norms are usually that, oh no, a man is the head of the family. And this stems or branches out into like little, very bad for their mental health types of situations. Still recording. Okay, I'm <laughs> I had to, cause I'm like, I'm like, what's she doing right? Now? Okay. So, um, I'd like to know from you guys, any cultural stereotypes or cultural norms and traditions that you've seen happening in your families, to your friends, to your uncles, your dads, your brothers, or even. Why do I need to chase chickens? Yourself. <laughs> Why do I need to do that? Why do I? I don't do that. Why do I need to like? Go to the farm and immediately know how to chase down 50 chickens so we can eat for lunch, you know? Like... I feel like there's certain activities that are different. It's like girls and cooking, you know? Yeah. It's like, those yeah, are things yeah, that yeah. you know? Yeah. But then, like, then there are other things which are like, um... In the house, like if a man does not have money, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You're not man enough. Yeah. Like, why didn't you have money? I recently saw some post, some guy, it was an essay, he lost his job. And he wanted to go back home. Mm. But then his and he told the family that guys, I lost my job and one, two, three. Mm. And his mom's like, no, as long as my money for next week comes in. And he's like, guys, how do you go home mm. like this? Because now if I tell I don't have money, I'm not even seen as a as person. A I'm a failure, mm. you know. Because women can easily go back home. That's you true. know, they always come back. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Life is tough. But for a man, it's like, yeah, you didn't try hard enough. You didn't try hard enough. Yeah. You know, go back out there. The world is tough. Be tougher. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. that's one of the things, you know. Because mm. also, like, like the things like, um, like, growing up as well, there's a lot of pressure that's put on you as a guy when you're growing up. Because, like, mm. not saying that it's easy for, for a woman as well. A woman also has her own trials and tribulations. For example, getting into the workforce, it's very hard to be taken seriously. Mm. Like, no matter how good you are at your job, there's always, always going to be, there's always going to be that guy who speaks over you in a meeting. Yeah. There's, there's always gonna be assholes out there, but like as as well for a guy when we're growing up, you know, it it there was a lot of there's a lot of pressure put on us because we're always told that like you're gonna have to 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 take care of the family. You always have to make sure that you're gonna have to be able to like you're, you're the breadwinner. You always gotta have, you always gotta do everything. Like you you have to be you have to be perfect. They cannot be broke. You cannot be this. You have to make money and stuff like that all the time. Yeah. And when you're a teenager who is pretty much been told his whole life like uh, you shouldn't feel emotion and trained to bottle things up you become self-destructive and then you get this 
shit ton of pressure that's thrown on you yeah. and then you have no idea how to deal with it and then because that, that's why the suicide rates for guys tend to be high because mm. there's so mm. much pressure yeah. that is put on guys you know there is so much pressure not saying that all guys deserve to be that uh, felt bad for there are some assholes out there that deserve to be locked up right now and right now. speaking of assholes um some of the research that i did was talking about the traits or behaviors of a toxic man how to be able to pick on that this person has toxic masculinity mentality I don't know, for some reason I just imagined the Chad from one of those Yeah. Yo, bro, come on, let's go to the party, bro. That's exactly what I imagined. Yeah. Oh, you kiss that guy, bro? It's so gay, man. Most of them have the need to control. Yeah. Mm. They want to always be in charge because they feel, like you said, they head. Yeah. Yeah. They also usually have an aggression and an entitlement. So, because they feel they're entitled to being the head of whatever, they become aggressive to the people that they deem as, you know... Inferior. Inferior. And I feel like most of the time they have, like... Um, why did I forget this? It was right on the tip of my tongue. Can I find it with my tongue? Sorry. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Uh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I completely forgot what, like, it was right there. It was right hey, there. Man, hentai has voice actors, I'm just saying. Why? Why does it have voice actors? Why do people do this? Sir? Hentai is just. Ma'am? Oh, you still recording? <laughs> yes. Oh! oh. <laughs> I thought you stopped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But the people must know it's weird. But like, why? Why do they watch it? Like can we you... found another topic. Yeah. And there's all this toxicity there. Oh yes. So oh yeah. Not yeah. that I've watched it, people. Another another but. Thing, another, thing, another thing we can talk about like toxicity as well. Video games, guys. Oh my god. As a gamer, I guess uh-huh. I can say this. Yes. Right. I play. I love playing online games. Right. If normally I don't have the cash to actually buy these. Um, PlayStation Network passes and all that stuff, but like, uh, there's one game that I play. Uh, it's called Apex, and it's a free-to-play online game. If you have like a play, a good PC or a PlayStation that can run it, you're good. You can, you can like a PlayStation Four or Five. You can, you can download it and you can play it. Now, the number of times that you know, I'm trying to play and chill and relax. I probably just came from a long day. You know, no idea what I went through that day. I'm probably feeling suicidal as hell. But I'm like, okay, this game. Let me jump on. And you'll meet this guy, right? Who will see how you're playing and will say the most painful things you will ever like they are dicks like they are like you know you know the saying that somebody when they're behind a the screen they become like somebody else like they they, they they use their anonymity to just do and say what, what what they've always wanted to but they can't they literally take that to the highest degree possible like they will make you feel as bad as if they have to after you leave the game take your name and send you a message just to say how bad you are they will like they are so so bad and i'll see it as well like on i'm also on the groups on on what's on facebook so i'll see somebody talk about that and complain about that and i understand like it's it's tough like it's not easy to play video games like that especially when you're already having a bad day and then most of the people were like oh you wouldn't survive this game you wouldn't survive that game the people always talk trash i'm thinking you should be helping this guy you should be telling him it's okay we all meet these guys but once in a while you meet those good guys you know who you have fun with you talk to and everything is is, is nice but like you can't perpetuate that kind of behavior yeah you can't perpetuate that kind of behavior and it it just it usually comes from what I've noticed from the few people that I've seen playing video games and having gone online and actually checked up the type of personalities that they have, you can usually kind of tell that at home they've been perpetrating this whole issue of you can't spend your whole day playing video games. When are you gonna find a job? A real man is supposed to support his family, provide for his family, even at like a tender age where you're supposed to be enjoying your youth and your adulthood well young adulthood and it leads me to the question of where do you guys think 
this whole toxic masculinity stems from this has been an argument on social media quite a couple of times does it stem from uh the expectations that come from the females of a family or generational downpour of expectations or is it um a a a downward spiral from what men expect other men to do and therefore they teach it to their kids being both girls and boys and if their kids go out into the society one has to perpetuate this toxic masculinity role and the other has to expect it and therefore if they meet a guy who's sweet who's kind who's into doing um cheesy romantic things or isn't all aggression they see him as weak is it a thing of it's both ways or it stems from just one gender and just spreading it out through everybody I think it's a hodgepodge of everything because guys are also dumb <laughs> but honestly women I feel like it's a topic that's not discussed a lot of women really really are huge promoters of toxic masculinity can we have a nickname for this because it's so long TM yeah <laughs> for, for TM I guess we'll call yeah. it TM because it's, 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 it's like a lot of women Muscle? No, no. Okay. Like <laughs> a lot of women want men to have certain things. Yeah. We also have our own. Like I feel like it also that it stems from home. Yeah. Home on its own, women are told you need to have a man that's like this. Yeah. And then kids, a few male kids are also told that you need to be this kind of man. Man. Yeah. Because we, I'm taught that you know your man should be able to provide for you. Yada yada. But thank God my mom also taught me that you also have to bring something to the table. Yeah. Don't always be the one that, like you know, eats from yeah, yeah like a, a what call, and everything. yeah, like a take. You yeah. see, uh-huh. so I feel like it's both ways. It's both parties, but women fuel it. Sometimes uh-huh. we find even guys become they resent their women. I'm not justifying uh-huh. abuse, but they end up uh-huh. taking it out on the women because the women become so pushy and so uh-huh. like you're not man enough for me. Not and then and eventually uh-huh. they think, okay, it's fine, let me hit you and show you how, how strong I am. Exactly. How since strong you keep trash talking me and masculinity, you want aggression? Let me give you. Uh-huh. That's why sometimes they say women actually ask for these things. It's not that they're asking for it, but they're also pushing other people it's like women slap men why do they do it they've been pushed over the verge as well yeah but i feel a man also needs to have enough restraint to to not do that i feel if as a guy you're getting angry to a point where you feel like you want to hit something walk out of the room everyone should do that though walk out women should do the same thing because i feel like men are made to feel like they don't have enough emotion like yeah. they're just human they get angry yeah. it happens but now it's like to what degree are you going to go all out uh-huh. you see uh-huh. like a little argument shouldn't lead to you stabbing the person you'd be like i was pissed yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you don't do that you don't. it's it's not like that it's like yeah you could a slap or a push uh-huh. and you leave okay back. so let me let me interject there Meds, what do you think about men's rights activism a lot of people tend to say men's rights activism was established in order to block out the rising activism in women's rights. Like, originally we know men have had most or all of the advantages in life, be it work-wise, socially, sexually. Like, men had rights before women. Exactly. And yeah. now when we have feminists, men turn back and say, oh no we also have rights that they originally gained before so we want to oppress the fact that you're now finally having a voice it's like people usually attribute it to me saying oh no all blacks all, all li- black lives matter and then somebody else saying no but all lives matter so i want to know from here now seeing as how we're talking about how everybody needs to have restraint in the way that they deal with the other person when they're mad or upset especially if you're a woman because then we make it makes it seem like men deserve the abuse that they get even though they don't so when it comes to such things do we say that men's rights activism are necessary or it's just about treating people in a humane manner because feminists and men's rights activists are always at each other's throats talking about oh no hey 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 this is what we need to do this is what's happening you guys are not taking over and i feel like 
we don't have a say in anything anymore therefore we deserve to have people who are standing up for us now against what you guys are standing up for I'm surprised you can do this so much. That was a mouthful. That <laughs> was a lot. Wow. <laughs> I was like, damn. Wow. I'm glad you said it first. <laughs> that was everything I was that I've been thinking about. Like, you wow. just said it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, do Mads, you want to go? I feel like it depends on why the activism is there. Uh-huh. If the feminism is there to to pull down men what's the whole purpose you're basically perpetuating what like you're becoming the devil himself mm-hmm. if men are also activating hey, activists of their, 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 their men rights yeah to bring down the feminism because it's like i come to you and i tell you hey man I don't feel good about one, two, three. Mm. And you're like, yeah, me too. So what? And like, you we're all like, like yeah. you, you're like block. You're invalidating. Yeah, you're invalidating. That's the word I wanted. Yes. You're invalidating women. So it's yeah. like I'm trying to tell you that there's a problem here, like this. And you're like, yeah, but also men do this. Like, dude, you have what you have. Mm. I'm just asking, as a human being in the world, can I have a piece space. of cake of what you have? Yeah. You guys can get promotions on your marriage. I have to get on my knees yeah. to get that promotion. Yeah. Why can't I just be seen for who I am and not an object mm-hmm. of a sexual object? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. I'm not going to say any of the activism groups or whatever mm-hmm. are wrong. They are both there for the right reasons provided they use it right. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be a battle because we're all human. We're just trying to fit in. Uh-huh. Jamila? <laughs> I told you I was a smart one. <laughs> she you know, said everything. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I think as well perpetuates it would have to be movies. Mm. Blockbuster movies. The movies that we all love to go and watch and see. How many times do I need to see a shirtless uh, Chris Evans or or, or um, Liam Hemsworth or whatever those guys need? You're, you're thinking about it right now, man. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? You're waiting <laughs> well, for the next I'm door movie. I'm thinking about it because you put it in my head. <laughs> no, I, like, know, I, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like we, I feel like we see so many cool macho guys on TV. Like so many to the point where it's saturated by that, you know. Yeah. I'd like to see the nerd once in a while, just getting ready for a party or something. Not like, yeah. not like, not like the freaking Disney party. movies that they make where it's like a whole. No, I just want to see just a simple movie about a, this first party and he doesn't know what he's gonna do. He gets over the emotions or something slowly. Not freaking Chris Evans wielding five thousand swords and fighting demons for the fiftieth time or something. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's just it. It also gives people, it like young boys, become wanting to be those characters. Mm. You know, they they like like when I was young, I wanted to be like Superman. You know, I wanted to be the strongest guy out there, the one who'd never flinch. You know, but then like it's always say, always say, when you're young, you want to be Superman, but when you get older, you want to become Spider-Man because you understand what he's going through, you understand his struggles, you understand you understand that he's a human being. Superman is virtually impossible. You can't relate to that. Nobody can relate to that. But that's the image that society keeps trying to give that every guy should try and attain that. And that's literally impossible. You know, we're not bulletproof, you know. Words hurt just as much as bullets, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel sometimes it's worse because it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. does. A bullet like the wound can, he- like, can heal and yeah. maybe have... PTSD. And then you have a cool yeah. scar to talk about, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, God, shot. But then words sometimes, you're, kind of, you're so embarrassed to even yeah. say, I was yeah. once told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, just to kind of like... I'm sorry, I talk a lot. I'm sorry. My friend is I so quiet, guys. I didn't feel bad. Yeah, no, she told me. Because I dragged her, yeah. She told me in the car, she was like... <laughs> I did tell you guys she was a saint. Yeah. You remember? That's true. They heard your voice. Like, I live. <laughs> so, um, just I use a like. A fun fact. Fun fact. Actually, toxic masculinity, its origin was by men. I figured. By men. Just to end, like. You see why I say guys are dumb? <laughs> um, uh, it originated very long ago, even. I think. 1800s or something like that uh by the my so poetic poetic 
Yes. Poetic men's movement. What's that? Don't ask. Okay. <laughs> Is this a whole another Wiki, Wikipedia search that we yes. need to do? Okay. My my it's my the poetic men's movement. Basically, it was just it's like a club. You know, it's like the gen. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. not like that. I yeah. Uh, Joke just went <laughs> over my head. I'm glad. Are you going to say gentlemen's club? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Why don't we just call it... Wait, gentlemen's club? What is it? Wait, 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 wait. Is it gentlemen's club as, like... Is it for... Baby. The homosexuals. Let's let it go. Oh. Let's let it go. Why did I always think that people referred to the strip club as a gentleman's club? Oh, oh my god. Well, that's not wrong. I mean, but okay. You're along the same line, just took a different route. <laughs> yeah, you were there. But anyway, it's like having a social club of, of like just men who, uh, who perpetuate this whole. Oh no, my wife. I'm her lord, she's my servant. Mm. My kids are going to go into business school and take over the business, the family business. They're going to be the next CEO. What I say goes in my house. I play sports. And no, not badminton or squash. I play football. Like American football. Or like, I'm a wrestler. Or like, um, what's that other one? This one that I hate so much. A boxing or MMA, you know, just physical sports. You know, okay. I don't Tough need to be. I, I don't need to be smart. I don't. Yeah. I need to be brawny. It's like having all of those. They they're going to be alcoholics. Usually, it's just that men that want to always just be drinking, just to perpetuate the fact that I'm going to get home to my wife and demand sex because she's my property. Entitlement. Entitlement. That's basically what the mythopoetic men's move from what I got is. I don't particularly have the details because it was like a long article that I actually had to read up on. But in what I got from there is just that this is where it stems from. Now I hope the internet will let this rest. Never. Never. This debate can never rest. Yeah, but yeah. Truly, anything political will never go away. And it's no so weird because this, this is like try. about sex and gender. But it gets politicized so much because it bleeds into even political roles. Mm. Literally, politics. And, and the number of guys that you'll see in political roles as well is appalling. Yeah. It is appalling. And it's usually older guys, men. You know, you yeah. know, to literally signify that regardless of how old I get, I'm always going to be on the top of the food chain. I'm sorry, as well as a, as, as a guy who was raised by a single mom, I truly think that a woman is best to run this country at this point in time with the kind of growth that we need we need somebody who can handle I feel life. like also men not all mm. but I would like to say a lot of men do not have this thing we call emotional intelligence yes. I feel like that's a very big thing because sometimes it's like they don't process the emotions well mm. so it's like you're smart but you're not acting yeah you're like you're not what are you doing Mm. women have that women know how to contain their emotions Mm. like how to i'm not saying put it in yeah but but they know how to process and deal and and how to deal with it yeah so like a man could be angry comes into work and just takes it out on everybody yeah you know or even when they're having sex some men actually end up beating their women or would even rape while they're in Mm. there like how do you do that Thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess also, um, it, it, it really just it's also about how we were brought up, like you mentioned earlier. It's the upbringing, the conditioning that at my house, I will know that, for example, using an actual real life example, my father cooks, you know, my dad cooks, and he grew up in a household where I'm assuming his. It wasn't a talked about thing of, oh no, his mom was quick. Because I think his mom was a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse or something like that. So she was a working woman. But she also had the ability to come and do her housework as a mother and a wife. And she had, what, four sons. So there was no daughter to be doing chores such as 
sweeping, cleaning, dusting, cooking, mopping. So he was able to learn from his mom about all of these chores. And it's something that he teaches my younger brother. <laughs> he teaches my younger brothers. So in my house, there's myself and my mom as the only females. And it's my dad and my little brothers. There's an allocation or distribution of of house chores. They're not particularly divided into gender roles. Yes, my parents still expect me to know that it is my duty as the only female child and the firstborn to keep the house in check. But they will not subject me to... How do I put it? I'm going to be the only one who's cooking and cleaning. And what if there's a disparity in how both my parents were raised there's equivalence there's equivalence you know my dad was raised in a house with no females at all so they had to learn to fend for themselves in terms of cleaning my mother was raised as one of two girls out of seven kids eight kids so at a certain point they had to be the because she was she's the second last born so she had like what six older siblings so she had to be the one who has to take care of the family once her older sister wasn't there, once her mom wasn't around. So with them, it's like my dad knows that the boys are supposed to learn how to do these things for themselves. My mother, on the other hand, grew up in a family whereby it was her duty and her job. But with the both of them, they're able to work together and say okay no there needs to be a balance between this is your job but you can't not afford to not learn it you can't afford not to learn it so it's able to give kids well my brothers and i um a sense of this is what's right this is what's wrong and they're able to if they're with their friends and their friends talk about oh no because my older sister does this or my sisters do this they can tell them, no, that's not how it works at my household. My sister does this and I clean the bathroom, she cooks, I, I do the dishes, I cook, she does the dishes. And that way his friends get to know that when they find a person that they're going to settle down with eventually, they're going to teach their kids the same thing. It's something that will always trickle down. But if it's something that we're not taught at an earlier age, it's not going to happen. Which is what happened a lot with our grandparents and their parents and their parents' parents. Because we were just seen as a commodity as females. The men would pay, pay Lobola and therefore they would afford to call you the property. You know, I paid for you. You are supposed to be a virgin, that you had to clean and cook. That was educated, but somehow you were not supposed to be allowed to go to school. And so therefore, what qualified you as a woman in the eyes of your uncles, who were the ones discussing your Lobola, with your prospective husband's uncles was that is she learned no okay minus two cows does she know how to cook yes okay fine does she know how to sew ah it's but she can learn okay minus one calf does she know how to do this does she know how to do that your value was measured up by what men thought, thought it would be and in my in my head that's kind of a toxic way to think of things because then they have this idea of i can't take care of myself it's feminine for me to give myself a spa day especially in this day and age give myself a spa day have masks done um have my manis and pedis done just basic self-care to keep yourself clean instead of just oh no i took a bath and i brushed my teeth i'm fine just investing in yourself like that because it's seen as weak and too feminine it's like the the gent from blackish um what's his name Vivek. the father no the <laughs> father oh, oh. blackish um, not Ronish, the dad andre his name is andre, andre yeah. Johnson, yeah yeah he he's very the college they call they call that uh metrosexual yes where you are very with in con- well, yeah, in in tune in with. tune with yourself regardless of whether you are yes. male or female but i need to look after myself mm-hmm. i need to get a fresh haircut i need to go get yeah. my nails done like he 
what people deem as they out there yeah like, you know, it's like it's this is me looking after uh-huh. me if you see yeah. me at the salon getting my nails done mind your business, mind your business. yeah i can actually see him in like in a whole like yeah down yeah. and like yeah yeah the towel i can see the towel it's yeah. like he's not afraid to yes it's like because c- we don't see that every day yeah of course it'll be like oh so you do that oh, so you it's do not that. out of don't do it it's gay eh, but it's no, like it's like oh, you actually do it that's, that's nice that's cool. now look and like you guys would laugh at me you know you i wouldn't i keep trying to get would, you into it the... would be nice yeah. yeah it's like if i with god please allow this to happen one day in my life i should get a boyfriend <laughs> i would actually take him you receive shop- amen <laughs> i would take him shopping for like proper toiletries not just yes. your deodorant hey. and spray like hey babe let's get face masks let's do the uh. nail cuticle thing let's yeah. you know Fix up make sure he always has a nail cutter make sure he always has a nail cutter true but nail cutters are basic yeah you know no but like the extras yeah, what the about extras. the extras yeah. let's do the extra mile like tweaking your eyebrows tweezing your eyebrows it's like you're not gonna have a whole chinchilla uh, on your forehead not because you have a unibrow but because it's just you don't want it to look symmetrical to you you're not gonna they call it uh, nasal landscaping but like pluck your nose hairs because like nah that shows how you know how masculine I am some men don't shave simply because of the fact that if they don't have a beard they're seen as less of a man but they don't take care of their beard because that's also part of being a man you need to be able to take care of what it is that you say is yours so if you have a beard and you don't take care of it then that's what's, the point? Point? what's the point because now you just look like a mess yeah exactly okay, yeah <laughs> and they they were smarter they you know they didn't have the abilities that we have so it wasn't necessarily the fault you know but yeah anyway um lastly but not least the three major components we've actually just covered them besides the traits and behavioral markers of toxic masculinity are toughness anti-femininity you know people who people who come up with these words need to be able to understand that some of us english is not our mother it's like that word um Misogyny? Is it Misa- misogyny? <laughs> that <laughs> is <laughs> that I have a tongue twister all the time with it. That's the time I think I said. I don't mis- even bother. I, I, can't. <laughs> I was trying to say misogynistic earlier and I couldn't. I couldn't. It's misogyn it's misogynistic? Yeah. I'm not a misogynist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's misogyny. Yeah. The duo of misogyny is a misogynist. Yeah. The uh, the what the is misogynistic is the behavior. behavior. Yeah. Future English, <laughs> English. <laughs> but yeah, anti-femininity and Basically power. Kind of guy that thinks, oh, girls shouldn't play video games, please. Yes. To anything that yes. girls like to do. Yes. I feel also this. This is for boys and this is for girls. Mm. Should really. Of course, there are certain things girls can't really be doing. Like, you know, I, I get it. Some mannerisms. It's like, okay, no, don't do that. Yeah. It's not ladylike. Yeah. But also, oh, it's not manly-like. Mm. You know. I mean, if, I, if I a saw, kid wants, especially boys, when they're growing up, they see things. It's not like they know anything about sexuality, but if yeah. they want to put on nail polish, let them do let it. Let them, yeah. Like, I used to walk around in my mom's heels. Thank you. And like, <laughs> explore. It yeah. is what it is. Because I feel like most of the time, like, no, my child's going to be gay. Like, how do you know? It, it doesn't work like that. That's yeah. not the psych behind yeah, it. Yeah. They see something nice. I could go into a wardrobe and want to wear my dad's suit. Does that mean I want to be a man? Exactly. No, no it means speaking, I, oh, speaking of, I saw a meme that said, it's funny how the kids who grew up playing with soldier action figurines are the ones who came up gay. Clearly, they're supposed to be playing with Barbie dolls to be able to avoid them being gay. I was like, that's not how it works, but that makes sense. So it's like, just let people explore. Mm. If they are gay, then it's who they are. It's yeah. who, how they're yeah. born. Yeah. It's not like, because I like dresses, all of us. There's a man in the UK, I don't know if he has trending. He stopped wearing pants. He has he a was, whole he wears skirts and, and heels. heels. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He has I a know. whole family and, and a wife. And he has such nice legs. It's like, wow. And he actually said, 
what what's wrong like yeah. i wear pants so what but i also want to wear skirts yeah why can't i not do uh, that like where's the rule in the book that says i shouldn't do that yeah and it's actually nice it's weird because we it's a common of course but Another it's like thing. must once upon a time they were also weird but now they are not exactly it's a must i think another thing that also that we don't really talk about as well that um does add to it a bit what i guess uh, I'm, I'm sorry to all i'm sorry to i'm sorry to all the squeamish ones who who are going to crucify me for this but the bible also does help with that to a certain degree there is a certain part in the bible that says that if a guy wears any feminine like clothes they are to go to hell and such cross-dressing and stuff like that and you know those guys that love to do that you know so now That's my question now my question yeah. is does that also go for kids i mean like kids succumb to the same things that a grown man does temptation uh, anger rage they all do you know yes meds yes i wish there was a video camera here that was so dope <laughs> guys religion is my biggest problem i'm a christian mm. but it contradicts a lot. Yes. Because sometimes I say I'm not really a religious person, but I know if you once said this to me, mm. if we're in an Islamic state, mm. we would have still been believers, but would be Muslims, yeah. right? Basically. Yeah. But because we're here, obviously Christianity mm. came to us. Yeah. But I feel like religion, especially Christianity, is just such a contradiction in itself it doesn't mm. understand itself god forgive me but your people it, don't know how to put it out there mm. you say you don't like homosexual homosexuality today but next thing you're cheating on your wife mm. you're also lying to the next person lies are an everyday thing i think i probably lied more than 20 times not even realizing it today yeah. it happens and, and besides and, that the biggest one is the biggest error in judgment is the fact that you're judging somebody else exactly. just from the get-go by saying i don't like homosexuals because the bible says so what and about the, the time that it says don't judge people yeah. you're not the judge don't judge and it's so funny because there's a lot of things that are very contradictory i actually saw this in um an eddie griffin comedy special one time and oh if you haven't seen them they're hilarious watch every single one you would love them if you love comedy like it's sorry is it no 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 no, no. that's jeff dunham that's jeff dunham he's he's brilliant as well he's the white guy i think yeah so so this guy so this guy he he was talking about how um so adam and eve had uh cain and abel right and from how the story was saying it these are the four human beings on the planet right so cain and abel went off to get married to who my mother to who like because the the (laughs) only time when you think about it it's okay it's either their mom which is sick in its own way or their newly born little sisters which is also probably even worse because I'm saying sometimes just relying on the Bible alone, it's a lie. Because people pick and choose what they want to believe in, mm-hmm. which is wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Slaver. They literally use the Bible to justify beating men to death. Because yeah. if you disobey your whatnot, then I shall shambok you. I get it. These guys used to. They used to. They used to hit these guys with the shamboko babuale bone. Like Baba Ladi Baby. Yes, I They'll watched a movie Bibles. like that. I don't know if it's Django or Eleven Years a Slave. They also, years. I think they also did it in Roots. I'm not sure, but. And you guys have literally just covered the rest of the topic. <laughs> the rest of the Are you topic. Because I was going to come up with the roots of which, besides the mythopoetic men's movement, my nigga. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> men's movement. Is the fact that race, religion, gender, age. The fuck is this dude? School. The hell did Saint John just walk in our school? Oh what my the God. hell? Sorry. <laughs> Saint John. So it was basically just Somebody a summation, a summation Sorry. of uh, where it usually roots from. Guys, seriously, what is wrong with this outfit? I feel like he needs to get some mothballs, a different jacket, and probably a whole outfit change. Why is it hard for men? Sorry, this is Sorry. not directed to you, but like for men to say another man's handsome. Exactly. Like, I was I, waiting. I can say it though. 
I was I can, really I my can, friends yeah. Justice is a very big yeah, person on, on that and I love yeah. it you could be like yes I would fuck that one like if I was because <laughs> yeah. it's like I appreciate how because women do it all the time yeah. 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 Hot, but men's like yeah no that's no, gay I can't that's say gay, that yeah Here's something as well from, from I think the guy's side. Sorry, it's not directed at any of you as well, right? Um, why is it that when, okay, if a girl goes I out dressed in something, going. right? If a girl goes out dressed in something, I've never really heard a guy judge her off of what she's dressed as. Like, I'm not, he's not going to say, I don't like her nails, or I don't like this, or I don't like that. Rarely would I hear a guy say that maybe something about, like, a spot on her dress or something. I don't know. Rarely. But more often than not, the people that throw the most judgment at other women is other women. Yes. <laughs> women are very, um, they have big eyes. No, sometimes <laughs> I'm not judgmental. I, I, I comment a lot on things. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I comment mm. a lot. She knows. Mm. But it's not out of judgment. It's because mm. it's something I've seen. Women notice. She's probably the first, she probably noticed that my nails are not done and I have green hair and it's the only one. Yeah. And she's wondering. Why did I only paint my thumb green? And mm. it's even worn out, meaning it's been there for a oh, long wow. time. Yeah. She's already, and it's a, I think it's a womanly thing. Yeah. Men are not necessarily oblivious, but they are to a certain extent. Uh, so much so that even a whole attention to detail. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah, we really don't. We really so much don't. so when yeah. I'm wearing a new thing and my dad asks me, when did you get yeah, that? Then. It's so shocking yeah. that she actually noticed. Yeah. Yeah. With my mom, they in the same room. But whenever there's something new and my dad notices it, it's like, you yeah. paying attention mm. since uh, when? Because uh, men don't really, unless it's actually hey, an elephant in your face. Yeah, they were told, yeah. little details are a woman's job. She's meant to take care of the household. Kids clothing, she buys it. Yeah. Food, she buys it. If you come into the kitchen, you're not going to notice that there's a two-day-old Fanta two-liter bottle there. Because you're just like, I'm here for my water. She does me, the grocery shopping, but but it like yeah. it explains the whole thing. But besides that as well, and as much as we want to say that men don't necessarily judge off of that, they have this kind of vain thing about it in noticing women's clothing or what that dress. Is. It's not going to be of judgment, but it's going to be basically just like. That top doesn't flatter her boobs, man. Yeah. It's about her body. Hey. It's not yeah. even about it's her clothes. About her. Like, women, it's about what you're actually dressed yes. in. Okay. It's not about it's like, what it makes you. It doesn't make you ugly. It's just that the article of clothing itself. Or she it, could be like, oh, she's a messy eater. Hey, she's you a messy know? eater. Her top is dirty. But with a guy would be like, yeah, she's so childish. She eats I mean, like a cake. I I, you know? I heard from somebody recently, and because I'm not gonna name drop. So um, I was in the <laughs> I was in the car with them, and he pretty much I don't know I don't remember where the topic stemmed from, but pretty much one of the things that we ended up talking about was how um, there was actually this situation with one of his female friends where she was actually in a cab, cab, and she had come from church, so she's not wearing any flattering clothing. She's just wearing a normal like okay, I'm not even sure what she was dressed, but but she wasn't wearing anything to really kind of show off her body like that. You know, she was wearing church, church outfit, clothes, okay. ch- church outfit. You know, the church outfit's not going to be anything flashy or anything like that. It's something simple that you can wear, you know. So, and apparently this guy also ended up saying, you know, if I wanted to, I could rape you right now. And that goes to show as well that sometimes for guys, it's not even really about what you're dressed as. Mm. It's just the concept of there is a female in my vicinity mm. and they can't deal with that thought. You know, they can't... I'm entitled to have sex with you. Another thing that also I think adds on to this for guys is porn does not help for any guy. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. Because if you watch it from a young age, from that moment on, every interaction that you have with a woman because of, of, of porn, right, is going to... Oh, God. Well... Um, the the popos just pulled into a school. I would literally leave this kind of Like, oh, she, oh, the popos just ho ho. Oh. And the reason why we're all like ho ho is because it's usually this area whereby, you know, 
those kids, the kids. I'm not gonna say nothing that's gonna incriminate me. It's our people. It's the yeah. stoners. It's our people. Yeah, yeah, his people. We're not involved in our people. I say uh, this to all the stoners. Usually there. hang out, and I'm not gonna sit here and he pretend. Went, he went to Gaza Main, bro. The main. Damn. Where does the dealers and shit? Now, those boys have to have left Anyway, uh, we're kind of gonna stop this segment here because. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, that was crazy. Ding, ding. How do you do the sound from ding, the. Ding. How do you do it? That's the one from Law and Order, right? Huh? Law and Order. And that, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, was our topic for today, our topic discussion for today. It was toxic masculinity, and we kept branching off to weird topics or like unnecessary but related conversation and that's literally the kind of feel that i'm going for when i do this podcast you're going to be talking to your childhood best friend your high school friends your old close close cousins about something and you veer off it's supposed to make you feel at home feel closer to somebody and that's all i could ever ask for and i'm hoping that's the type of thing, that's the type of feel and energy that you're getting from myself originally. And then myself as well as my guests as they keep coming in. I'd like to give a very big thank you and a shout out to uh, my boyfriend, uh, Mez and Jamila. They made the show a bit more interesting. I wish I'd had more guys to be able to explain certain things. Because it would have fit properly. He was greatly outnumbered, as he mentioned. And there was nothing you could do about it. But that is how it happened. That's what happened. Um, and, and, guys, we are live. <laughs> guys, we are live. My podcast. Oh, you don't know how grateful I am. You don't know how happy I am. My podcast is now widely spread on google podcast apple podcast radio public outcast outcast um oh guys spotify it's officially on spotify it's all over the place it's all over the place please do share the links with your family your friends check me out babies we done it oh we've done it oh it's it's uh it feels great babies we we did it we did it, y'all. I feel like Kamala, you know, which is like, Joe, we did it. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in so much. I love you. Absolutely love, love, love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Let's keep going, babies. Let's keep going. The journey is just beginning. Thank you so much. Miyari.